Welcome to the Unblock Your Business podcast. I'm Abby Rogers, success coach, business coach, and hypnotherapist. And I help high achievers and business leaders master their subconscious habits for success, income goals, and above all, happiness. But success isn't just about mindset or strategy. It's about combining both and sealing the deal with a big dose of subconscious alignment because our subconscious holds the true key to unlocking our potential. Let's dive in and look at how you can show up bigger, better and more uniquely aligned in life and business today. Hello and welcome back to the Unblock Your Business podcast. So today I'm going to take a little trip back in time to a Facebook Live I did about imposter syndrome and controversially how it's not actually a real thing. Hmm. Let's uh, take some time to dive in, find out what it's really all about and how you can overcome it. I'm going to give a slightly provocatively titled talk today. Um, There's no such thing as imposter syndrome, which is something I really love talking about. So imposter syndrome and something we hear about all the time. You really can't go a day nowadays, can you, without seeing it mentioned on social media, popping up in in chats and in forums all the time, in groups. And first things first, it is something we all experience, no question about that. And I see what what we call imposter syndrome all the time. I see it with my clients, I see it in my membership and all over the place. And I've most definitely experienced it myself, tried and tested many, many years of, of struggling and not feeling great. But it's not quite what we think it is. And we're going to get into that in a bit more detail in the moment. So I'll just give you a bit of my own story, a bit more background around um, how I experienced imposter syndrome. I think it's always kind of nice to relate to other people's experiences too. So I was a massive sufferer really before I understood my thinking and my brain and how to actually change it. So I used to feel really inadequate, um, not so much in my work at the time, but actually in managing my business, which was a completely different business I had back then, an optical business. And I felt like an imposter um, in terms of managing the whole thing and being able to actually stand up to staff members or to problems with customers and things like that. Absolutely terrified of any kind of confrontation. And I didn't feel at all confident in managing that. And I also always used to feel like I had to bend over backwards or discount to please people and just do everything to accommodate clients and kind of fit them in even if it really made my day really difficult Um, and maybe that's something you've experienced in in your own work those are quite common things i come up against and um, it also appeared for me in things i wanted to do in life so even in things i loved doing like singing I i was absolutely in love with singing and i was training to be a professional singer and all the time i was being told i was really good and i had this great voice for singing but um, you may have noticed this yourself, actually, if you're ever in a, a life program or being coached and somebody's saying to you, oh, but, but you're great, you should just value yourself and put yourself out there um, because you are, you are really good at what you do and you're kind of like, yeah, it's great, I'm taking all the compliments, but I'm not really believing it. Um, and that's where I was. I, like, I had so many people saying to me that it was really good and something I should do professionally. But I just never really actually believed I could do it. So every time I went to sing, I was just absolutely terrified. And I just didn't have that feeling of being good enough. So I would never put myself forward for serious auditions because I kind of keep telling myself I couldn't do it. 
And then even when I started working as a hypnotherapist, so I, I trained in hypnotherapy because I had some hypnotherapy for that, that stage fright, as I thought it was at the time. So I, I eventually decided to train in hypnotherapy because it was so flipping amazing for me. And even when I started doing that, I knew that I'd helped loads of people in my training and I knew that I really knew my stuff. And, um, and what I find is I still felt quite nervous around clients and still not good enough, maybe you know, feeling a bit nervous before appointments and things like that. So I'd put a huge amount of pressure on myself and I used to be quite nervous, like meeting people for the first time. And there was always that kind of feeling of, oh, what if, what if I'm not good enough? What if I get found out in the background? And that really is that classic feeling that we associate with imposter syndrome, isn't it? That I might get found out thing. I'm not enough of an expert. I'm not as good as everyone else out there. Who am I to think I could be doing this? So yeah, very, very much come up against it in many different aspects of life. And, and if you struggle with it, then you will no doubt have experienced the same kind of thing too. But it's not a syndrome, as I've said. It's not a, it's not a thing that we should put a label on. Syndrome, I think, really makes it sound like something that just a number of people are afflicted with and you're somebody who has it or doesn't. And I, I kind of really hate labeling things in that way. I think doing that just in many ways makes it feel like there's something wrong with you if you feel that way. And it also makes it feel like this thing you have, which is incurable and something you can't do anything about. Um, and that's where I really have a problem with it because we totally can. <laughs> so um, it is something we all have. If we've got any kind of human bone in our body basically maybe the, the odd kind of dictator here and there doesn't have it maybe the odd psychopath but most people do most people struggle with these feelings um at least at some point in their lives and um it's just basically part of being human some people cover it up really well kind of go for the super confident super outgoing but even those people I've worked with, a lot of them, and they, they often say, I'm oh, just underneath, I just don't feel that confident at all. Everybody thinks I'm confident, but I just, I just don't feel it myself. So it is just part of being human. It's just something we all have. Why is that? Uh, basically because we are tribal creatures and we are not all supposed to feel like top dog. We're not all supposed to feel super confident. Our programming is not to make us all feel like the leader because if we did, then way back when, when we were kind of tribal creatures and, and nomads, cavemen ancestry, we, we wouldn't have had um, such a good time of it if we'd all been vying to be the leader. There wouldn't have been many of us left over probably because we'd have been fighting um, and trying to take that number one spot. So nature's very clever um, and nature said, let's make sure that most people feel a bit insecure and let's just make sure that most people feel like they don't want to take that top job. And, um, and have that feeling of others being superior to us so that we keep in our place and we stay as part of the tribe and we're kind of deferent to everybody else. And lots of us are very much kind of people pleasers, aren't we? We, we use that description. And, and that, yeah, totally comes from wanting to not be judged and be part of that tribe and um, and just be um, you know friendly and approachable and, and not kind of challenge things. So um, obviously that's not always so useful to us now. I mean, we, we do still want to be thought of as nice people. We want to be part of our communities and our tribe and not stand out in, in that kind of way that makes us very, um, very different. And 
unloved or anything like that. But we do want to be able to go after our dreams. We want to be able to do those big things in life that feel exciting and not be held back by these horrible feelings. Um, so just because we've been programmed that way, just because that's how we've traditionally been, doesn't mean that we can't overcome it. So we'll get to that in a moment. Don't feel all is lost if this is a big issue for you. Firstly, I'd just love you to recognise that it is completely normal. And it's also really not a one-size-fits-all thing. So I think when we say imposter syndrome, we just kind of imagine it all being everybody suffers with it in the same way. And, and actually, there's quite a spectrum there. Some people really get a, a very small dose and it really doesn't bother them. And I'll explain that in a second. But some people, it's massive and it really, really holds them back in life. And it's a huge issue. And when that's the case, actually, what we're thinking of as imposter syndrome, when it's really holding you back, is anxiety and lack of confidence. It's not that tribal thing we were talking about earlier. So... Let me explain that. So when our when our mind is functioning at its very, very best, when we're in our kind of optimum zone, if you like, um, we still get those thoughts, those kind of, can I really do this? Am I really good enough? Oh, this feels a bit scary. When we're doing things that push our comfort zone, when we're just stretching into new territory, which of course we're doing all the time um, as professionals and as people in business. But when we're in that zone, when we're in that best part of our mind, um, we also have the ability to override them really easily and actually to say to ourselves, yeah, okay, it's feeling a, a little bit daunting, but of course I can do it. So it's normal to have that bit of apprehension, but kind of feel quite excited about things at the same time. And when we're in that zone, we can kind of just brush those negative thoughts to one side and say, yeah, doesn't matter. I know, I know that's just a normal feeling of being a little bit daunted by this, but actually I'm going to focus on all the good stuff and I can throw myself at this challenge and we can tap into those feelings of excitement and it being something we are really looking forward to. So we might feel a few butterflies creeping in, but we can kind of forget that quite quickly and get down to doing what we need to do and focusing on it and moving forward anyway. What happens for a lot of people though is that they're not functioning in that zone. They're not in their mind in a, in a way that's just completely free from anxiety and stress and, and worry and their mind's not in that kind of easy override position where they can just move forward without um, worrying about it at all so what a lot of us experience instead is all the kind of what if thoughts and oh this could go wrong and the really negative scary thoughts and they just build and build and build and we bring in the kind of self-deprecating thoughts and start um, picking on ourselves a lot. Thoughts that really pull ourselves into doubting ourselves more and more. And we just focus on all the stuff that could go wrong, all the worst case scenario stuff. Focus on how scared we're feeling and it just starts to snowball from there really. And what's going on there is our brain in full on anxiety mode. So that's not a syndrome, that's, that's anxiety. And anxiety really erodes our confidence. And it makes us feel like this little kind of seed of doubt that was there initially grows into this enormous kind of overwhelming oak tree, if you like. And it just feels like there's no way we could possibly do that thing that we are facing, even if it's something we really want to do. Um, like even if we know that we need to be uh, getting visible and maybe getting out there on social media, it just feels like you know, too too terrifying. I'm just going to go and do something else instead. I'll just, you know, 
play about in Canva for a bit or something like that. And that we just kind of find these ways to avoid doing the scary thing. And often we get really physical effects from that as well. So when we're in that more anxious place, we'll feel things like our heart pounding, sweaty palms, get the butterflies that won't go away. Um, we start not being able to speak clearly and think clearly. Our brain just kind of runs away with us. And our mind basically slips into this um, overwhelmed zone where we're just feeling kind of paralysed fuzzy-headed, we get that feeling of not being able to do anything much and all we can hear is that internal voice telling us how scary this is and that we, we can't do it or what might go wrong if we do do it. So we don't and that's when we've got a real a real problem because we're not then able to realise our full potential when we're feeling that way and we end up just doing all the things that don't really get us to where we want to be so we find ourselves procrastinating or maybe doing things that feel easier or just actually avoiding doing things altogether, like posting on social media. We might just might not want to do that at all. And it's it's all to do with that anxiety running away with us and taking over the show. And um, as I mentioned, many of us kind of think that is just how we are and that's just what we've got to put up with and that's how we're always going to be. And we hear things a lot like, You've got to just feel the fear and do it anyway. Or sometimes we just actually feel that fear so much that we never do the things we want to do, which is a real, real shame. And it doesn't have to be that way at all. So for me, hypnotherapy changed things enormously because back then I had raging anxiety without even really realising I had it. Um, I was just one of those people that, that copes and gets through it and feels very positive and I'm juggling all the plates and tackling it all but really I'm not coping that well underneath but I would never admit that in a million years you know <laughs> that kind of feeling so I did eventually get some help for that stage fright um, the issues with singing and um, in the end that turned out to fix most other things in life too it gave me an amazing boost of confidence and suddenly it was so much easier to deal with all those issues at work and for me to perform and to feel confident in myself socially too back then i would never have been chatting to you live on uh, live on facebook or live on anything i would have just avoided completely but what really then skyrocketed it for me after having the hypnotherapy was understanding my mind and just bringing in a few other realizations and techniques to help me as as I went along and just building on that uh, and so I use those now with my clients to help them get over imposter syndrome and actually flip them back to that place where it's really easy to hit the override switch even if they've always felt like an imposter or even if this is something that's really grown to be a big problem in recent years it's all totally possible to get back to it feeling easy just to let those thoughts go. And that's how we get to a place where we can charge more, where we can show up on social media boldly and authentically and attract those absolute dream clients or roles rather than playing second fiddle to that anxious, overwhelming brain. So we're getting back into that part of our mind where everything's just so much easier is, is how we do it. But I thought just to help you today, it would be nice to run through a few little tips, three things basically that I think can really, really help um, shift you into an easier place with this. So the first one, as we've said, is just remembering that these thoughts are part of being human. So when your mind is telling you you can't or telling you it's too scary or you feel really frightened that it's just normal, it's just part of being human, it's 
not a syndrome. It's not something that's wrong with you. It is just how things are. And just because you're having those thoughts also doesn't mean that they're true. So often we attach a huge amount of, of value and truth to the thoughts that we have and we take them at face value. But actually it's quite nice to step back sometimes and just say, just because I've had that thought doesn't mean that it has to be true. What else might be possible instead? And kind of look at things in that way. That can be really helpful. The second one is to not push things that feel like they are huge, scary, overwhelming issues in life. Um, like if you are absolutely terrified of going live and it makes you feel physically awful, then it's probably not good to keep flogging that horse. And I know that goes against a lot of the advice that you hear. Pushing your comfort zone definitely is a great thing to do. It's, it's really important, no question, if you want to make progress. But not to the extent where you're tackling things that physically make you feel awful, um, shaky, physically unwell, or where you just feel like you, you just mentally can't handle it. Because if, if you're feeling that bad about it, then it might be that it's just too big of a push of that comfort zone. Okay, there's pushing your comfort zone and then there's just <laughs> trying to step way outside of it. And what can happen if you end up stepping way outside is that you just end up really traumatizing yourself and making that fear worse um, and feeling even more afraid of the thing that you're a bit scared of and it doesn't get better. That's what happened to me with singing. I just kept going at it and trying to push myself and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, which is why I got some help in the end. Like there's this thing I really want to do, but I just can't actually bring myself to calm my body down and my mind down and do it as I want to do it. So I went and got some help. So do go for baby steps if you're pushing that comfort zone. Um, don't put so much pressure on yourself to leap into a whole new um, sphere. Don't go for the sky straight away. So whether that is raising your prices or going live or maybe asking for something you really want, whatever it might be, just take it slowly, take it at a manageable pace and do get some help if you need it. That's a really key thing, I think. The third thing, and, and this is a real big one, and I think um, took me quite some time to realise, but when I did, it really shifted things for me. So the third thing is to dial down your expectations of yourself. Many of us are really driven people, um, really worked hard for a lot of our lives and we've come to expect certain standards of ourselves. Often we've, we've been uh, kind of brought up that way to expect to perform really well or to work really hard. And a lot of the time we put enormous pressure on ourselves because we are looking for everything to be perfect. Or maybe we're taking on all the responsibility and imagining that we're the only one that can solve things. So we do things like we'll take on the responsibility for our clients' results ourselves. And of course, we're a big part of the picture, but it's a two-way street. It's not just us making things better for them. It's you know, an exchange. It's a, a working together thing. Or we do things like asking ourselves to just jump through hoops or to kind of know everything before we feel that we can comfortably believe in ourselves. So we just have these massively high standards. And the truth is we don't need to be perfect. Um, and that can be kind of quite a, a, a difficult thing to reconcile if you've always been perfect and if you've always had that, that expectation of perfection. I say always been perfect, none of us are perfect, <laughs> even if we try. And actually perfection is something that's just impossible to attain and, and we're just kind of constantly chasing this goalpost that keeps moving. So you don't need to be perfect. You just need to be as good as you can be. 
that's all you need and you're not responsible for everybody else um, and it's definitely not the end of the world if things don't quite work out this time around you know whether that's a, a sales call or a meeting um, or whatever it might be if it's not quite spot on then that's an opportunity to to learn and to move forward with it rather than to beat yourself up if things go wrong or to feel so terrified of things going wrong that you never do it you don't have to know everything you just have to know enough to help your clients so a lot of us hold ourselves up to this expert standard and what's what's an expert who defines an expert it doesn't mean you've got to be the leading authority in the world on your thing it just means you've got to be enough ahead of your clients to be able to help them and you are good enough <laughs> i'd really like you to remember that it's a big one and um, uh, yeah that can really really help to just reminding yourself regularly that you are good enough and reminding yourself of everything you've done and how well you've done it so um, I have at the moment a tip sheet on my website on confidence in imposter syndrome and that's got some more great tips on it to build on what we've chatted about today I think there are five tips altogether, and you can download that get some more juicy helpful tips on things like comparison as well that's quite a useful one um, that most of us experience isn't it so that was my take on imposter syndrome and I would love to know what you thought whether that's a new perspective. If you found that helpful, then it would be great if you could share on social media with hashtag unblockyourbusiness. And if you are interested in finding that um, resources sheet on imposter syndrome, then that is still on my website. You can find it at www.unblockyourbusiness.com. And I think you'll find that really helpful. As always, if there's anything else I can help with, just give me a shout, take a look at the show notes and the contact details are always in there or you can find them on my website. Take care, have a great week and see you soon. Thanks for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, it would be incredible if you could pop a review on iTunes, Google, Spotify or your favourite podcast platform. And if you want to dive deeper, you can find me in my Facebook group, Unblock Your Business, or at www.unblockyourbusiness.com.